0: You're listening to In the Open, a Mental Health America podcast, a space where we explore mental health and navigate the challenges of life through honest and candid conversation. Hey, everybody, we're back in the open with America and Teresa. Hi. And today we're going to talk about, um, I am losing my mind. I'm going to add to this introduction that it is May, and May is Mental Health Month. And if you haven't connected to Mental Health America, um, we are an advocacy organization. And every year, we did start Mental Health Month in the 1970s. And as part of it, every year, we put out a toolkit where we create resources for people to learn more about their mental health. And these are things that you can share in your community if you know people are struggling with stuff. But as part of it, we're doing this podcast on topics that are kind of similar. The toolkit is called Back to Basics. And the worksheet that we're referring to that triggered this topic for us is called Starting to Think About Your Mental Health.
1: Uh, For folks that haven't downloaded the toolkit, you can actually take a look at it. It's available at mhanational.org forward slash may. It's a bunch of stuff that can get you thinking about your mental health, and so I'd love for you teresa, when you when you hear this, I'm losing my mind. I sometimes feel like I'm experiencing that in little tidbits, but I don't know that that's what we're gonna get into today.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think it's more of <laughs> I think that's absolutely what we're gonna get into i mean,
1: okay um this this subject, I think for me brings about this idea of that's really unsettling. Like when you feel like things are just, you're losing control of stuff and how that shows up for each person, I think is very different. So let's explore that a little bit. Cause I think that's the point of this conversation, right? Like when you start really thinking about all this stuff, what are you paying attention to? Does it mean that I'm crazy? Do I need to go get a diagnosis
0: Tell me more about what you mean by losing it in little moments because I think we're definitely talking about that.
1: I think how I connect to that is when I feel like I've lost grasp on whatever feels normal to me, that's when I'm losing it in little bits. And that's not like – it can be one day and then maybe it's two days and, and then a whole week has gone by. You know what I mean?
0: And what does it look like when you start to lose things? Because I. When I think about losing it, I think about I've lost a sense of reality. Hmm. I'll get into fights with people. They'll say to me, like, it's horrible. They'll say, like, are you crazy? Did you just (laughs) imagine that happened? Which makes me feel gaslit. And I'm like, wait, but maybe it was in my own head. (laughs) Then I'm literally losing things. So, like, when I'm also distressed, I'm more likely to lose my keys I'm more likely to lose appointments. I, I can tell I'm doing too much at the same time. Oh, yeah. That's and so that's I forget definite, stuff. Right. And then I lose words sometimes. I lose literal words. Uh, somebody can tell me something and I just cannot remember what they said. Like, yeah. I kind of feel like this conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could easily go in that plane.
0: <laughs> I could be there in two seconds if I just let myself fall back into that like very hyper-stressed out space and just start to just lose it all, like lose track of everything.
1: Everything that you described I think connects to my experience as well. I think for folks that have been listening to us for a while, like this conversation isn't new, right? Like when you start really thinking about what are the differences in your day-to-day that you start recognizing something may be wrong. And then on the other side of it, for people that are new, the, the conversation is that question, like, are, are there things going on that are red lights? Like, hold up, something's happening, right? Mm-hmm. And, and for me, like this idea of like um doing so many things at the same time, but not any one thing is getting my hundred percent attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's like me on a regular right now,
0: so you're in high stress. You're at high risk. Yes. This is like be me as your friend accountability saying, Hey, (laughs) we're at risk of literally losing it, like the final blow up, which is almost only the ever time where I know something is definitely wrong is is when you're in that state and you said, I love what you said. You're like, it's the little things, little things, and all of a sudden it was a week or a, a couple weeks, and then generally about like the one week or two week mark, I'm going to get into a fight. And that's yeah. when the anger monster comes out. And then people in my life are like, you've lost your mind. <laughs> and then it doesn't like get better. You know, it's not like I'm aware that I'm losing my mind.
1: And I think that that experience of feeling, because um, all of this is tied to control. Like, so there's like a lack of control in some way. Mm-hmm. Then the next question is like, What do I do? Like, do I have to do something about this? And if it's stress-related and you're able to, maybe you can distinguish like, oh, I have a lot going on at work. I have a lot going on at school. You know, I'm getting into arguments with my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whatever, and that's like really stressing me out. But that's a little different than you then needing to really get some sort of support. For me, that sense of like, oh, my God, I need help. Mm Mm-hmm it's really hard for me to ask for help anyways. Mm. But somehow in my brain, it says, America, I think you need help. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm really at risk. How
0: much of that is because you don't have a a historical ritual of getting help? Like, you know, you just said it's hard for you to get help. So if you – Knew what it was like to start to get help earlier and earlier. Would it be easier to not wait until you were so distressed that you needed to go? Well,
1: I, make like I, major
0: changes in your life.
1: You know? I've gotten better, so that process, which y- years ago would have taken me, you know, months and months and months to try to get help, now it, I can catch it earlier. Yes, and okay, say yes. I need help.
0: I need help because I would say everything is about stress. Okay. I I can say that sometimes I have a depressed episode and I just like I don't know why it came, which is really its own different kind of distressing. But mostly my episodes are triggered and exacerbated by stress.
1: Yeah. Times agree. Okay. Stress.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just like the stress screws with your brain. And if you don't attend to the stress, it's gonna really screw with your brain. (laughs) Yeah. And it can screw with your brain in different ways. It can make you just very scared, paranoid, anxious, agitated. I call that like the up level, Mm -hmm. which for some people, if they're so up, they can maybe have a a manic episode or it can go the depressed level, Mm -hmm. but generally those two directions like energy agitation or depressed. And it doesn't take a lot. Like if I'm already having a hard time with my brain and all of a sudden it's just like school's not going well i'm not relating well in my relationships i don't have my other coping skills you know it only takes like a couple little things to knock you off and you're not paying attention to it to yeah what you're talking about how those little things start to eat up and add up over time until you realize often when it's too late you're like whoa i've been slowly just not taking care of myself and now i've lost it
1: yeah, I think a lot of people envision that this huge thing has to happen for you to even ask yourself this question, you know, like, am I losing my mind? Dude, I can connect with this today, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's not this monstrous thing. It is this day-to-day struggle that we have, but I think the, the difference between that day-to-day struggle and- For me, the connection of really feeling at a loss gets to how I'm able to function in all these other spaces without the need of support. Like, yes, I can have support, but not like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to take two days off of work or something. I can still function.
0: But you would call two days off of work support. Yeah. Right. In today's society, it's hard to take time off. So like if I'm committing to taking time off, it's like, oh, I really, really needed it. Yeah. And often that's way later than we even should have. I feel like what you're saying that's resonating with me is that society thinks that people just snap.
1: Yeah. And And that's that's not not true. true. Period.
0: But if you haven't been attending to the little bugs in your ear, your brain When you do snap or when I have snapped, that's where the red flags aren't just like little red flags. They're big red flags. Like I'm getting into fights. I need to take two days off. I probably need to start therapy again. (laughs) I do feel like I'm losing grasp on time and reality or my sense of like safety or groundedness to the earth. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, the more I've learned about these red flags, the better I've been able to not ignore them for months, but I can get to it. like honestly, I think today in like six weeks. and maybe when I'm sixty, two weeks. I don't know.
1: You know what I what I, I love your the way that you describe things. Um, in the past, you've talked about the table, and I know we've talked about it on the podcast where we ha- there's a table, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, the legs of the table are your support systems. whatever Whatever those may be. And then all the stress and all the responsibilities and everything lives on top of this table. The more you pile on, the more likely it will crumble. What
0: is on your table is something to reflect on. So when I've started to feel like I'm losing my mind, I'm like, what's on my table? And then I talked about your support system. So what holds you up? Um, As I've shared this metaphor with different groups, I've Talk to you. People are like, "Oh my god!" And then, what is my table made out of? (laughs) Because if my table is made out of rickety wood or old wood, like, is that about the strength of my brain and the way that if I'm taking care of it really well, like your table is strong and secure? But if you haven't been taking care of your table, yeah, it's also not doing well. It cannot carry as much stuff. So you can have like very little things on a rickety table and it falls, or like. How do I pad my legs, you know, to make sure my le- my table stays up? So the metaphor has been pretty cool. Um, and yeah, basically, I feel like losing my mind is when the table crumbles, like the moment where forget it, I cannot literally attend to any of my responsibilities. None of those things ha- that I'm supposed to be holding up are being held up because I'm not paying attention to them. I'm not able to go to work. I can't pay attention to my homework. I don't feel like I have control. Like that's a pretty good sign. I think a lot of <laughs> the I've little things. It.
1: The little things that you mentioned in my head and in this table metaphor is the um, connection to it being like um, termites, you know, that are like eating away at the wood. Um, like it can look real pulled together, right? Because all of this stuff, termites generally are in, on the inside. Yeah. And then little by little it becomes hollow. So all of that, like of how you create the support system that you have, and then how you address all the stuff that's on top of it. Mm -hmm. It's really important to think about when you are able to ask for help. I know that for me, that's a real, really important thing. The other is in giving yourself permission to know that you don't have to wait until it's like Disastrous atomic bomb, psh, you know?
0: Yeah. When to ask for help, don't wait till the atomic bomb. Learning how to ask for help is a skill, too. Yeah. Is it hard for you to ask for help?
1: It is. Um, it is very hard. And, you know, through therapy, I've learned, I've done a lot of self soothing, you know, um, as part of my childhood that I didn't realize um, is still relevant to who I am today. That mm-hmm. I was like, But I had a good childhood, you know, like that's totally, I know that feeling (laughs) when you go to
0: therapy and your therapist says like, oh, well, you know, who's, who took care of you when you were, when you were big (laughs) and I was like, oh my God, I cried myself to sleep, you know, but like, do we all have those moments where we had to cry to ourselves to sleep and those are kind of traumatic but doesn't mean that I can't let my kid cry themselves to sleep I just yeah. know, like okay as an adult that and all the other messaging that we get about like you to take care of yourself or like
1: yeah and take care like, of you like it ties <laughs> into my existence as um as an immigrant that it's like at the forefront it ties into my experience as the as the baby sister right cuz i mm-hmm. had uh, an older brother who take care of me and stuff like that. But I think too, when you start exploring all that and you start thinking about your experience and how you want to do better for yourself, because yeah. I think that's the main part of the conversation, right? Like you're yeah. recognizing something isn't right. Do I need help? What am I going to do? But then giving yourself permission. The other thing I was going to say is depending on on you as the person you may want to explore all this stuff, you know, like, oh, my childhood. If you want to do that, yo, more power to you. If you don't want to do that, that's okay.
0: Yeah. And I would I would say that comes in and out of life. I, I think there are different times when we're really jamming on exploring our history and our family. And then there are other times where it's, just like, it's either too painful or... I just don't. I don't have time, or that's not the frame, or the way that resonates yeah. with why I'm losing my mind right now. Like, right. I don't feel like why I'm losing my mind is because of my childhood. I literally can tell that my brain is gone crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I need different interventions. But one of the things I thought of from our po- last podcast was also insight and awareness. Like, yes, you have to ask for help when. We ask for help is also about when we become aware that something is wrong. And the more practice experience we've had in life helps us to identify that something is wrong earlier Yeah, has saved me some suffering. Or I look back when I suffered and went, dang it, I'm so mad that I didn't see it. Because you talked about losing yourself in a couple weeks Mm. and- it's really hard to look back and realize you lost it a long time ago and you just never Mm -hmm. caught it.
1: Yeah. Like, yo, you missed all those red flags. You know those big red flags that were back there? Like, what happened? Were your eyes closed to it? Yeah. I think all of that is part of this experience in trying to navigate this space. And as more and more people talk about mental health, like I love the fact that it's – like, you know, it's in the media and all that. But the point of all of this and the work that we do is the need to still educate people like, yay, mental health, fabulous. What does it mean to my day-to-day existence? How can I connect with that and then do better? Yeah. So we're going to explore more topics from our Mental Health Month toolkit in the next couple of weeks. But- this is just the beginning of a you know, longer conversation.
0: I really like how simple this was though because I feel like when I'm losing my mind, I cannot talk about complicated things. Totally. <laughs> but I love how simple this is because I know when I was losing my mind, I I it was so hard to just do basic things. Like think. Mm-hmm. So can I even know how yeah. to take care of myself? And I think a lot of people don't really understand that until they go through it. But once you go through it, you realize how slippery it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're in that state right now. I can kind of tell your energy. And if I had asked you two years ago, like, do you think you have a mental illness? I think you used to say like, oh, I'm not sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. But you can see now how mental health issues are all part of a spectrum. We all are vulnerable to these experiences. Mm -hmm. and these experiences are impactful for people and if you feel this way it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or that your brain is weak this happens to all of us but letting go of that bad feeling lets you take care of yourself just like america said to get better and get back on track
1: that's dope i can go with that
0: Also, thank you, everyone, for being with us today on In the Open. And we'll talk to you next week.
1: Thanks. Bye, guys.